Hi, I'm David Rothkopf, the CEO of the DSR Network and host of the Deep State Radio podcast. Here at DSR, we have always believed that in a world as complex, fast-moving, and full of risks as ours, we all need access to the best minds. That is why we have created the leading network for expert podcasts on the issues of the day you care about. We go in-depth on politics, the law, national security, foreign policy, intelligence, defense, climate, and new technologies with regular and special guests that are the leading voices in their fields. We also offer daily updates on global news, our DSR Daily, and on a key story of the day through our partnership with the New Republic. That is why over a million times a month, people like you choose to spend time with our hosts and guests. Membership is what supports this, and members get special benefits, including bonus content in virtually all of our podcasts. It's a big deal, and it's a good deal. Our monthly membership price is going to go up for the first time in our history on March 1st. So now is the time you can lock in our founder's rate of just $5 a month. To do so, go to the dsrnetwork.com and click on membership. It's that easy, but don't delay. Today's rates will only be available for a few more weeks. Join us, support us. Go to the dsrnetwork.com right now. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the DSR Daily. I am your host, Riley Fessler, joined as ever by my co-host, Chris Cottonar. Chris, how are you today? Doing great. How are you? Not too bad. Chris, what do you have for your first story on this President's Day? Uh, before I get to my first story, I just wanted to let everyone know that if you've visited the DSR Network website over the past sort of 24 hours, you will have noticed that uh, it's been significantly updated. Uh, we launched our new and improved website uh, yesterday morning. Um, we're very excited. We want you to check it out. So visit the dsrnetwork.com. Uh, obviously, if you're not a member, this is a good opportunity as our prices will be increasing on March 1st. Now to our stories. Uh, Iran is cautiously navigating tensions in the Middle East, urging restraint among its proxy forces like Hezbollah to avoid escalating tensions with the United States and Israel. Uh, the U.S. military's actions against Iranian-backed groups in response to provocations have met with Iran's private calls for caution, reflecting a desire to prevent war escalation. Uh, U.S. Uh, diplomacy efforts continue uh, to uh, attempt to try to get a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, uh, though to obviously to this point um, has been unsuccessful. Um, but it looks like Iran uh, is uh, starting to be a little bit worried about the escalating conflict with the United States. Uh, we'll pay close attention to this story in the coming days. Riley? Well, it's no secret that the big story since our last show was 
Trump's $355 million plus fine in his New York fraud case. And I say plus because uh, I initially saw that $355 million figure, but there's a bit more to the story. So the penalties include a repayment of, quote, ill-gotten gains from loans and property sales with interest. So without interest, it's that $355 million, but with the total penalty could exceed $450 million, which I can't imagine Trump has lying around based on what we know. Um, so this would obviously be completely devastating to him and his campaign, but they are going to appeal, so that process could take several months, if not longer. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not a wholly surprising verdict uh, i think given kind of the evidence we saw just reading the news it seems pretty obvious that he was guilty so it's good to see that justice has been served there um, but curious how long this appeal process is going to take and if it will be fully resolved before the election chris i'll just add that uh our former president is uh hawking sneakers uh to help I guess, defray the cost. I, I did see that. And apparently they sold out already. So They sold out and they were selling for as much as $7,500 a pair. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing that can keep a fool from separating himself from his money, I guess. But well, he, he's going to have to sell a lot of sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Because don't forget. He has other uh, penalties to pay, including an $83 million uh, award in the um, the suit with E. Jean Carroll. So uh, I don't know if sneakers are going to do the trick, buddy boy, but we'll see. Um, in any case, uh, the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has sparked controversy and mourning. Uh, with his mother denied access to the morgue where his body is believed to be kept uh, amid accusations from Navalny's allies of a government cover-up. Um, it seems uh, ludicrous that uh, Alexei Navalny would have gone out for a walk uh, and uh, essentially just dropped dead. There's obviously, um, or at least it looks to be, uh, a case of foul play. Uh, who knows if we'll ever find out, um, you know, what exactly happened. But nonetheless, um, it, it, I've also seen reports of um, people being arrested for trying to visit uh, in, in, and drop flowers off um, at his grave. So uh, hopefully they get some closure. Um, I'm skeptical, but we'll, we'll, we'll take a look and see. Uh, Riley? So the ICJ has began hearing arguments uh, on Israeli occupation. Um, so these are including hearings on the legality of Israel's occupation of Palestinian territories, um, which will address decades of actions both in East Jerusalem and in the West Bank. Um, so obviously, it's no secret this has kind of come to light uh, or come into focus rather uh, over the war in Gaza. But over 50 countries, including Israel's allies, such as the U.S. and Britain, as well as critics like China and Russia, will present arguments uh, in these hearings. Uh, and it opened with statements from the Palestinian Authority's foreign minister accusing Israel of subjecting Palestinians to, quote, colonialism and apartheid. 
Um, but Israel does not recognize the court's jurisdiction. So this is, they see this kind of as more of a political issue rather than legal. Um, but I just think it's interesting that this, alongside that genocide hearing that was brought forth by South Africa, are kind of hitting Israel at the same time. Again, it only does so much good when they don't recognize the validity of the court. Um, but, you know, I think it's important to discuss these issues out in the open. So I think it's great that these hearings are taking place. But again, I wouldn't expect anything super concrete as a result. Chris? Vice President Kamala Harris uh, was in Munich uh, to deliver a speech at the uh, Munich Security Conference. Uh, during the speech, she alluded to her personal and President Biden's personal support of Ukraine, but sort of stopped short of uh, the overall support, um, lending credence to the challenges of uh, delivering additional funding uh, to Ukraine for much-needed supplies. Um, obviously, again, a story that we're continuing to pay close attention to uh, because of Putin's recent comments uh, about um, attacking other NATO countries. <clears throat> so I'm hopeful that... Um, you know, we can strike some sort of um, agreement with the House of Representatives and Speaker Johnson. Uh, but so far, uh, again, not too optimistic that we'll, we'll reach those um, important uh, milestones. Uh, Riley. Uh, shifting gears quite a bit, uh, the EU has launched an investigation into TikTok for potentially breaching online content rules that protect children and ensure transparent advertising. So this is actually the second inquiry under their new Digital Services Act, uh, which applies to all online platforms since February 17th. Uh, the first was into X, uh, as we covered on this show back when that was announced. Um, but obviously the allegations arise from concerns about addictive design, screen time limits, what they call the rabbit hole effect, age verification, and default privacy settings on the app. Um, so TikTok could face fines up to 6% of its global turnover if found guilty. Um, and it will be a pretty, pretty far reaching investigation. And I, for one, am a huge fan of this act from the EU. I love that they are kind of holding these mega companies, especially social media companies to task for their design. I think it's gone on too long where they've kind of been unrestricted. And it's, we've shown here in the U S at least in our Senate hearings that I think we are wholly unequipped to deal with this now so it's great to see eu taking the lead on that and hopefully we will see some of those benefits here in the u.s chris any parting parting words uh no that's all i got for today all right well everyone enjoy the rest of your president's day no above average intelligence today um, but we will be back later in the week with more shows we'll have a daily blast for you tomorrow morning and we will be back with the Daily Brief every day. Until then, see you later.